Hi, I'm Chris Roberts, and this is Late Night Vacuum. Welcome to the Late Night Vacuum. And we are live yet again with another episode of a Late Night Vacuum. I am for the horde over on this side this evening. I am Grockies, and to my right, my right, if I look to the right, is Dublar Thackeray. I think he's Dirty Alliance, though. Actually, I'm a Dirty Horde man. Oh! <gasps> Zug zug. <laughs> Wait, that was a little more troll voice there. What you want? Hi everybody. I hope you're well. Um, the yeah. It, right now, we were actually just before we came on, we were talking about various things to do with the World of Warcraft movie, uh, and the fact that Twitch has various lovely little cute icons. Um, I picked mine because I like the color red. I actually prefer the color blue personally. Blue is my favorite color, despite the fact that I have the red and this is for all our audio people right now. We, I actually have a red and black DX racer behind me and Dublar has a blue. We're oh the colors God. of Horde and Alliance right now. <laughs> oh my God. I didn't even notice that. Oh shit sticks. Right. Well then I must, I must I, at the end of this, I think we either uh, do, do we kill each other or do we kiss? What's the, what's the plan? Can't we do both at the same time? Sexy. Little Romeo and Juliet Ooh. style. And before we kind of do any of that, I think we should probably harmonize. On the count of three. One, two, three. It's high, high noon. noon. So, sir, how are you on this magnificent day? obviously with that harmonization playing a lot of overwatch and that's that, that's that's an emotional state which is why i describe playing overwatch as how i'm doing we need to talk about that that is i hear it's quite a popular game um <laughs> yes um so <laughs> i've just seen uh yes we must kiss each other to death thanks blood dragon um well the the audience asked for it um so yeah no uh I'm, uh, uh, I, I'm not drunk, which is actually quite impressive since I've been drinking quite a lot today. Um, I that is impressive. I, You're you've got uh, your Churchill going on. I really need to work out more. Um, yeah, the the uh, yeah. So I'm actually in my very relaxed mode. Uh, I'm going to be talking very calmly today, and I'm not going to say any weird crazy shit. Because I've drunk that part of me out of my system. Um, but uh, it'll come in just a few minutes. Just just wait for it. It will probably hit in. It will be my Zerg rush. But that's a different game for a different time. <laughs> uh, so, sir, before we talk about Star Citizen, because there's some really nice things to talk about, I want to hear about yeah. what you've been playing. Okay. So there's a couple of games that I've been playing besides Star Citizen. Uh, I, I'm trying to remember the name of one of them. Uh, uh, just, uh, Rising Sun, Dying Sun. Oh, is this the? I can't remember. Oh, oh, I, oh, 
Uh, I'm so bad with names oh, sometimes. Uh, it's the it's the it's the it's the one, isn't it? Um, Emperor. Yeah, yeah, that one. Um, you sent it. To I sent it to you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was pretty sure. It it was the one that. Do you know I'm not even going to edit this? Uh, House of the Dying Sun. House of the Dying Sun. Yeah, because that was the um, space game uh, that w uh, looks really quite cool. How would you describe it? Uh, it's, I mean, it's sort of a, it's a space game where you go, it's kind of tough to describe, but basically it's a space RPG with you controlling the fighter, but being able to switch between them and command your squadron. So it's like a combination of strategy game a little bit in there mm -hmm. with some rpg elements by Ripager. leveling up and grabbing stuff we, no rpg we call it ripager here it's a big ripager game R ripager yeah it's a big ripager it's a ripager it's a huge ripager i have a feeling you're fucking with me somehow yes <laughs> <laughs> so yeah the, there's the that element to it and then there's also you can control your ship and dogfight and fly around so i'm i it was it was okay i i didn't have a huge amount of it didn't like grab me and go "Ooh, this is amazing mm -hmm, but mm -hmm. it also didn't make me go eh. it's somewhere in between like meh and yay did you it's it it's it's hard to describe i haven't it. played it yet i just kind of picked up a copy and sent one across to you but um, have you, did you ever play Halo Reach? Nope. Okay, because, uh, what was interesting for me, what, uh, I'd heard about this, uh, this game, uh, and I'd say for the, uh, the early access price, because it is still early access and it's still got development going on, so it's not like a finished game, so, hey, we talk yeah. about Star Citizen, oh, let's put that out there. Uh, we, 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 as a typical rule, we can't really, you know, proclaim something until it's there. Um... It's uh, the the person, the guys, uh, the guy who basically designed a space level, which is a pretty neat space level, in um, in Halo Reach, was is actually the, the guy behind this. So um, I don't know the full ins and outs about uh, what happened with him or what was going on, but that kind of intrigued me because I absolutely loved Halo Reach. Um, now, that's mm. an awful lot to do with the writing um, disclosure. I have a friend who was one of the writers on it. Um, and I was moved deeply by that, that thing. So that kind of gave me an instant predisposition. So I'm hoping that it's going to be a good, uh, fun experience for myself. Um, uh, but, uh, well, I mean, what did you like most of it, what you've played of it so far? Uh, the sound design was actually really, really good mm. with it. The, some of the parts that I, I wasn't a huge fan of were the controls sometimes could get a little bit clunky and then there was a, there was one piece of the sound design like the weapon sounded great but there was one part about it that was just like kind of grating it was this lock-on buzzer whenever you would mouse over to lock on a target yeah you would just hear this noise to be honest i was i tried to i, tried, I was laughing there i was talking about uh, annoying sound design or sound grating sound because i yeah this podcast gonna have that as well sometimes when i'm like in the mix going it save it <laughs> <laughs> uh so you've been playing so yeah the the one 
the choice of that little alarm there that they went with, it's like every time I would mouse over to control my ship and do that, it was like, ah, 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 ah twitch, 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 twitch. Um, so what else have you been playing? The other two games that I've been playing a lot of, uh, one of them is called Dead by Daylight. Mm. I managed to get a beta code because the way they were doing it was at 6 p.m. Uh, Eastern time the beta site for Dead by Daylight would go up. And then what you would do is you'd sit at the site, and as soon as you heard the music, yeah. you had to rush to get in there and hit the link before anyone else. Oh, right. And they only had so many keys. And what would happen is an event would start where it was a little video sequence where you saw this hulking, like, masked killer guy grab a guy on the ground and put him up onto a hook. And then you had to send your link out and go, hey, save me, save me. And the <laughs> other three people, which represent your teammates, would essentially, quote unquote, save you. Yeah. And then all four of you got a beta key. Oh, nice. Well, I didn't actually get it through the link there, but there was a Reddit thread going on where people were putting their links in the Reddit thread. Oh, right. So that everyone had a chance to do it. And I got really lucky because I refreshed just as a bunch posted. And what I did was I grabbed one from the middle rather from the top or bottom. Good call. Got one, jumped in, and managed to get a code. So that's how I got nice. into it. Um, I was watching some people on Twitch stream it. But the premise of the game is yeah, it's pretty simple, pretty straightforward. Four, four victims are dumped into this level. Where they're trapped. And the level, they're, they're it's like trapped a, in this area. a wood or... It's it's sort of like creepy woods, collapsed buildings. There's a building with a creepy basement in it. Mm. And what they have to do is find and repair five different generators throughout the level. So there's multiple generators. Mm -hmm. You have to find five total amongst the whole team. Get in there. Go through a sequence where you're holding the button down to repair... And there's a little quick time game. You'll hear a ding and then a wheel pops up and you have to press space within an, a bracket or the generator sparks kind of explodes a little bit and it knocks its progress down. Now, while all this is going on, there's another player playing as the killer. Like in a horror movie. Johnny Murderer. stalking everywhere, trying to find the, the victims. Now, to hit them a couple times so they end up crawling on the ground and bleeding yeah. pick them up take them over to hooks throughout the level and put them on the hook to sacrifice them to some sort of unknown entity now i saw you play this and mm -hmm. from the outside perspective grakis was playing um imagine ooh, Im imagine you know how sometimes in like the tom and jerry cartoons or something like that you would see like what uh, something get visualized into a gigantic t-bone steak um and it yes. was just raw meat um imagine that with um uh skin on it uh, made into the form of a human like a like a, a reanimated version of the of the, the the mountain on game of thrones um with with a lump of wood and nails or machete in the hand or it's kind of like some kind of like it's a fucker stick um yeah basically yeah uh, and he's just going around going and so i watched you um travel through the undergrowth setting traps like like the bear, bear traps. traps 
Um, like, <laughs> when they run, they'll go through this window. I'll set a trap underneath the window. And then you're doing your stuff. And then a few seconds later, snap. And then you just go <laughs> pick them up, throw them on your shoulder. And, and then you, and then you hook them. And the idea of putting someone to a meat hook, now obviously that appeals to most people, but the the fact is it's it's not as romantic as you imagine. Um, no, it's pretty brutal. It's pretty brutal. And then you put them there, and and then as you walk away from them, you go on the stairs. I'll set another trap because somebody's going to try to cat to save them. <laughs> and it's like, oh my god. <laughs> Being the killer is pretty brutal. Yeah. Yeah, but I honestly didn't understand how they couldn't get the generators to start. I mean, is it really that difficult with all those things? Because surely, I mean, because I thought those generators were quite... I mean, do they see the generators in the same way that you see the generators? No, I see them glowing, uh, so I know where they are, so I can go position to position. They can't see them they have to kind of come across them look up you as a as a survivor or a, a victim yeah you have to be looking up at the sky because you can see the pole with the four lights on top yeah, of it yeah, at yeah. the generators so you kind of have to keep your eyes out like that all the while keep scanning for the killer listening for the heartbeat to go off meaning he's nearby keep looking for things like you know boards you can drop or windows you can escape through so that if he does get up on you you can run the hell away because he is a little bit faster than you sprinting right so his walking is just a tad faster so he will eventually catch you if you don't like juke him so if he gets on you that's it's it. trouble oh and nice. then once you start repairing the generator it's a good 15 20 seconds of sitting there still while he's hunting around. So you're constantly looking around, trying to time those quick time events, all the while knowing you might have to pick up and leave. And so many times I've gone to leave the generator because he's approaching, mm -mm -mm. and a quick time event hit just as I stepped away. So it triggers it to pop and explode. A flash of light goes off, and he's like, oh, fuck, he knows That's where we it, are now. Screwed. So are you enjoying it? Is it a good <clears throat> oh, it's it's ton of fun, and it's still a beta right now. I believe they're going to be expanding things out because right now there's other costumes you're going to be able to put on your character so you can like change out the shirts and a little bit of face look. The killer has only the basic weaponry and I believe they're going to be adding like other killer skins that you can change out or other killers. Okay. Totally. So there's a lot of room for expansion. There are some things they need to tweak and balance. But for something as simple as this and as, you know, kind of just a quick confined game, mm. it's it's oddly a lot of fun. And despite the terror factor, I really like being one of the victims. The killer is fun, but being one of the victim players, it's fun to have to hide in the corner and try and outsmart this guy that, you know, will kick the crap out of you if he notices no. you. Um, and you've been playing Overwatch. It, Go on, tell us about it. It's I, I have a lot of fun playing Overwatch. Even when I lose, most of the time. Mm. If I lose and it's a tough-fought match, mm. and both of the teams are playing really well, and they're getting good headshots off on both sides, it's an amazing amount of fun, even if I lose. Nice. However, 
if I end up on my own on a team, which I've ended up on several times, where they don't understand the basic concepts of Overwatch, such as when it's at 95% on the tick and you're standing outside going, but if I try and jump in there, they might kill me. I need to sit back here and just try and snipe a couple of them. It's like, no, we have about five seconds left. Get in there, try to hold the point while the rest of us rush in. There's two of yeah, you up there. Yeah, Do yeah, something yeah. for a few seconds. We can we can possibly turn it around. You know, there's a point. You need to be on the point. You don't need to be standing across the map going, hey, I got one guy. Well, good. The other five got in there and kicked the crap out of us. You're not helping. No. Um, but instead of me, I'm not going to play Overwatch. I, I'm not going to kind of devote time to it. I It's kind of weird. Is it weird that... And I I love the character designs. I love, I love the characters. I'm just not connecting to the game. I mean, obviously, I haven't played it, so... Uh, but uh, it's just not really appealing to me. But I love... I love the the work that's gone into it. It's all the back and forth with the different characters. It's like a huge rock, paper, scissors game. Mm. Like some characters can take out other characters easier and you have to try and switch your teams on the fly sometimes. So when you get into that more meta gameplay against really two really good teams playing or people that start to learn the meta or, or learn how to play, it isn't just one character and that's it through the whole thing. Mm you have to sometimes make decisions on the fly to try and counter each other. And then the other team has to counter and it's a back and forth on the fly, you know, set of choices. Like what, what, am, what are we going to do? They're pushing hard. How can we counter this? All right. We need to switch up really fast here on our next death and come in as a group this mm -hmm. way. And so the, the gameplay can really be pretty fun. Yeah. I'm seeing some, uh, people making comments, uh, 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 poem, Point Cat is saying, much shame. I've also been playing Overwatch. No shame. No shame. Uh, it's fun when I'm winning. Um, uh, very, let's continue on. It's a very pretty game. Very polished, unique character design. Um, and uh, talking about nothing new about it from AK Ronin. I think it's talking about this game. It's the same game all over again. Um, uh, <laughs> there's some interesting wee comments happening. Uh, I actually, I'd be very interested if people in the chat play a lot of Overwatch because it seems everybody's playing it. I think I may be one of the few people. I may be, in fact, near to be the only one. It, it, in the first week, I think it sold something like 7 million copies. Hang on, I'm going to count that on my fingers. Can I get some more fingers? Yes, you can have 7 million fingers. <laughs> yes! Oh, I've always be wanted really, 7 million really fingers. small. They'll be Trump sized though. Yeah. Yeah, so teamwork is required to make it fun says Mitachi because um that be so that's it. I mean, it's like if a person goes off and does something, the everything will probably fall apart. Um on Well, if one person does it, you can deal with it. Yeah. It's when you have a whole of a team of stupid. Like, you know, they're playing it like rush around Call of Duty. No, it doesn't work that way in Overwatch. You have to coordinate. <laughs> this is going to be interesting for Star Citizen when we come down to that. Um yeah, Poem is saying there was a, everyone playing it factor to purchasing it. Yeah. Uh oh, Cyber uh, is asking uh we'll take it we'll take this question and we'll kind of move in. Uh it was ever happened to people playing Dreadnought? Uh, hyped for a few days and then boom. It 
I mean, it was fun for a little while, but other games with similar gameplay and set up a little bit better, honestly, uh, hit and dropped. There, there's already World of Warships and World of Tanks that kind of take up that part of the market. And then you have bigger games dropping like Overwatch, which take up a lot of the people and they want to do the competitive things. So I, they're still working on Dreadnought and I'm keeping my eye on it, but it, it's just for streaming and watching and playing. It's fallen off a little bit with the hype. Mm. Um, so have you been playing anything else, sir? Or is that pretty much it? Pretty much Dead by Daylight and Overwatch are the main two that I've been playing. Nice. So I go from murder to different kind of murder. Mm -mm, speed murder. High octane speed murder. Best murder. High octane speed mur murder with uh, crazy people throwing <laughs> explosives. Nice. Um, for me, I've been playing a few games. Uh, not a lot, again, but um, I've been playing more Audio Shield. Um, ah. which is uh, basically use the Vive controllers and uh, punch uh, the, the shit out of songs. Uh, holy fuck. I've seen that. There, It's like, what, a, a, an orange and a blue and then a purple? Uh, yeah, yeah, pretty much. Um, so I've been um, punching my way through Massive Attack's Mezzanine album, which is a beyond awesome Uh so much fun such a simple mechanic um uh you know child of light my ass i like punching balls um <laughs> <laughs> i've also been playing uh pool nation vr um so pool nation um uh is basically <gasps> now become uh, like the one of the must play games for for Vive VR experience. Uh, you're in uh, base. Uh, you're you're in a you're in a not a dive bar, but you're in a pool hall where you can have drinks, um, play darts, fuck around with the jukebox, um, and you use your controllers to properly play pool with 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 good physics. Um, and it's ridiculous fun. You can play. AI, or you can play other people from around the world in full multiplayer. Um, now, I grew up... Nice. I grew up playing pool and um, hanging around uh, various dens of ill repute. Oh, this is fucking awesome! Oh my god, yes. And uh, they they nail it. It's... I mean, they're, they're iterating, they're putting in little uh, updates, they're taking a whole bunch of uh, commentator feedback, um, very open, they're active on various threads and things, and they're doing good turnarounds, and it's it's the most, it's the best pool, it's the best uh, game with a stick I've, I've, I've played, and I don't know if that sounds as if I've played a lot of stick games, but this is a fantastic game. Um, nice. I, and I've recently started, as in I started uh, just yesterday, um, playing a game called and this has been out now for uh probably about eight months uh called renowned explorers mm. international society um and i how would i describe it it's basically um a strategy game 
Um, it's, okay. it's set around the 19th century. You you have a captain, aha or aha. Oh, I can't even do the voices. Uh, and you pick hmm. you pick the captain, and they have various kind of strengths and things. And then you pick a couple of crew, so it's like three people, and they kind of their skills can complement each other. And it's basically uh, explorers that travel across the globe looking for treasures while staying ahead of other people who are also doing this. And as you explore hmm. and discover things, you get renown, and you can then kind of the the, the team with the most renown wins. Um, and it's got like when you when you do combat, you can you can use your weapons, or you can be friendly, or you can give them quips. So it's not like Guy uh, Brush Fleetwood too much, um, but it's got just that kind of nothing. It doesn't have to be a a, a, a punch you in the face, stab you in the head. Um, uh, kind of combat mechanic. I've only got uh, through the first part of it, just to, just you know, before I had to kind of stop. Um, but it's a game I think I'll, I'll I'll kind of continue on for a bit and see how it kind of performs. Um, nice. Yeah, it's quite nice. Um, so, uh, what's going to say? I've heard there have been some things happening with Star Citizen this week, sir. Yes, <clears throat> Star Citizen, well, first off, uh, 2.4 has hit PTUT, we're up to patch T, but now it has gone open to all players that want it. So the whole community, if they want to get in on PTU 2.4, can now access and download PTU 2.4. Mm-hmm. So if you want future PTUs, this is a, a good time to get into this PTU and make sure that you're doing a lot of stuff with issue council, reporting bugs and confirming bugs. Make sure that you take a look at some of the bugs out there. Look for, mm-hmm. um, yeah, look for good examples of how to write a bug. Uh, make the steps easy, clear, understandable. Don't, you know... Make it so that it's not like 20 steps if you don't need them. Try to give them the, the most direct route possible and give them the most concise information. And also make sure you can repeat the bug if oh, possible. Yes. Yes. Those things can help out a dev team immensely. So I was going to say, I'm surprised that you led with that as the main news. Because obviously there is even bigger Star Citizen news that came out this week. Uh, most notably, you got an MVP. I did get an MVP <laughs> along with the rest of the cast of Bulkheads. Rather lovely, sir. The cast and crew. Cast and crew, yeah. They, I should say. Uh, everybody, because, um, and actually, I was really chuffed to see that they played, wasn't the entire episode at the start of ATV? They did. That was the entire first episode of Bulkheads. Now, how? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so it really great. Congratulations on that. Um, Thank you. Yay! Um, but actually, we uh, we had uh, quite a, a, an event happen on Monday with uh, Star Citizen for our uh, ten for the developers. Um, so for people who know who've been following Star Citizen, um, typically every Monday we'd get a ten for the chairman, uh, where Chris Roberts yep. would answer ten questions. Um, but Chris is um, 
up in the UK and Europe doing various odds and sods for uh, Squadron 42. And so as is customary when he's away, we have other people step in. And they're known typically as 10 for the writers, 10 for the artists, and so on. But this was 10 for the developers. And uh, we had Brian uh, Chambers. Brian is basically uh, the... Space Viking God. Space Viking God. Who, who, his hair is magic. Um, who, uh, in, in, in Space Viking God, we trust. Um, and he, he <laughs> actually, Space Viking God, does this mean, what will Eric McKetten say? There are two Space Viking Gods now. No, McKetten's a Space Viking. Space Viking. So Space Viking, Space Viking God, I see where you're coming from. Yeah, um, yeah. McKetten bows to him as Vikings did to, you know, Odin and Thor. Yeah. That's his yeah. Odin or Thor. Okay, makes sense. Um, so, uh, uh, Brian Chambers is uh, the head of the Frankfurt studio, Frankfurt 42. Um, and uh, the, 10 for the, the 10 for the developers kind of got a little bit bigger. In fact, 22 yeah. questions big. Um, and uh, lots of pieces of information. And I thought that what we'd do is we'd kind of just kind of go through this, talk about this, and then kind of add a few other observations and insights. Um, so, uh, I mean, we started talking about what drew people to the project, and of course it was the ambition and everything. Um, uh, talking about the pros and cons for studios in separate time zones, um, where it's like a 20 work around the clock, around the clock. Communications, not, you know, it, it's more difficult than having everyone in one office. Yeah. Uh, and I remember there being, you know, I mean, I work with people from around the world and those are the moments where you you hand something off and you go i hope to god i've given you all the information because if i haven't given you all the information you can't turn it around and we've lost time so i think um it's going to be one of those things where i'd love to see uh, or hear more <coughs> probably as part of like the documentary and thing the kind of process they use and how they've basically um learnt from mistakes and issues um uh and then they were talking about the uh, process of creating procedural locations about the look and yes. feel um and uh they were just well, because basically this was i think riffing off the the people to planet video um because they yeah, were trying to basically ask questions about well you know what was the aesthetic design of that and the response was none we just wanted to show it working so they literally palette picked the the color they wanted for the planet yeah <laughs> it was it was they're just like okay well it, the way he stated it too was it wasn't just ah we'll just pick this color it was also this texture will be about the file size of the textures that will actually be used in the final game. Yeah. Like the artist will make them far prettier, but this will match the right size yes, yes. for it so that the right amount of information is being loaded into memory. So that was their main concern. Like technically, how does this work? We don't give a crap about pretty right now. Mm. Um, and then they were asking questions about how were the definition. This is because, I mean, you and I were procedural planet junkies here. We want to mainline our yeah. procedural planet knowledge, um, and so I know I, I want to go to that that planet with uh, several Orions around it. We're going to crush it into a fine powder and then just snort procedural. 
actually ties into this this thing that Brian was talking about, because I have a question after that. Um, how would the definition of procedural planet generation work? Um, so that's a mixture of they want to decide the planet that they want to create, adjust the parameters, do some artist work, and then kind of generate it dynamically. So it's a mixture of all of that. Yeah. But in the world of crushing and snorting planets, because um, you and I had conversation, and this is a pure hypothetical now, because we really don't know this. Um, uh, voxel asteroids. Or, or, or I should say, basically, when you when an Orion goes nom 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 uh, on mm -hmm. an asteroid, uh, the delta is is basically the effect and damage done to that asteroid uh, through the mining. Most likely. Most likely. So, um, what was the name of the new uh, mining ship that we got? I've forgotten. Prospector. Prospector. Yes. So the Prospector is designed for planetary mining. Yes. Now, I'm assuming that because of the scale of it, it won't make an impact that requires it to be most, updated in the... Most likely. Yeah. But I was thinking, well, that's kind of... Hmm, well, wouldn't that be nice? Just a ground Well, one of the out. things I, I, I thought about with that, too, was... And I can't remember where this discussion was happening, if a dev responded to it or not, but... The, there was a moment where the, there was a discussion happening. It might have been on Reddit around yeah. this, this sort of thing where it was most likely what they'll have is randomly generated mm. locations within a, a grid. So they'll have like, we're going to pop a resource here. Now it's going to create a vein of X, Y, Z until someone finds it and mines that vein out. And then once that gets mined out, then mm. eventually it'll spawn in something else somewhere within the grid if the RNG is with that region. So eventually something else will happen, but it won't be where you can just sit a ship and it'll be whoop, near, whoop, near. Mm. Now, if it if they made a procedural planet fully voxel, people would figure out a way to destroy the planet eventually. Like we would figure out a way to make the planet non-existent. Mm -mm -mm. So they're gonna have to they're gonna have to limit us. We we can't, you know, Omicron it. I know we can, but we can try. Um, oh, I'm going to try. Oh, yeah, yes. I'm, <laughs> I want to get a fleet of Orions around one of these things and see what happens if we're firing at a planet from space. I'm just going to gently rub it until it disappears. Um, <laughs> oh, sorry. Not while you're drinking. Apologies. <laughs> the, well timed, sir. So, 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 so it, this is an interesting one because uh, we, we, we have uh, some secondary... Uh, uh, corroboration around something. Uh, this question was, what remains uh, for work on procedural planets before it's available to backers? Now, uh, uh, Brian's response was they're in the process of integrating. Uh, so basically, in order to kind of really focus on it, they've had their own uh, world of procedural. And now it's just a case yep. of integrating it in and they, they, they expect that there to be various issues with that, and uh, even better, those issues happened, which means that um, their understanding of it was right about what would happen, um, and they're working through that. 
but uh, I know they'll hand it to us when it's to a solid place. But you you noticed something, didn't you? I did in ATV this week. Basically, what was brought up was um, someone in QA who was on ATV. I can't remember if it was the LA office or the Austin office. It was the LA I think office. It was one of those two offices. LA office. Okay. They were having a discussion around 2.4. However, in that 2.4 moment when they were talking about it, they mentioned something to do with, and I'm kind of paraphrasing on this, uh, essentially the performance of uh, a couple procedural planets being in the system or a system. Mm -mm -mm. And I heard that and my ears perked up and I went, wait, what? Because we were watching ATV live and everyone in chat had me rewind that section and replay it like two or three <laughs> times to make sure we actually heard what we thought we heard. We're like, did they just say procedural and 2.4? No, that could have been a slip. Yeah. However, if they're, if, if you got QA talking about procedural and even if it was a slip and they said 2.4, cause they're doing 2.4 and the yeah, main yeah. line of, of checking stuff. That means procedurals getting into the hands to some degree of QA now. That's not just engineering work anymore. Rawr. That's, hey, see how this runs and put it through its paces work. Yeah. Now, to fix that, <laughs> if, it's in, if it's in the hands of QA, uh, it doesn't mean it's in our hands the next day, of course, um, uh, as has, has been shown. Um, the <laughs> So we're not even saying 2.5, maybe 2.6, maybe something like that. But that just shows you that it's it's getting close um so yeah i think that could be quite a good thing to look forward to uh because I, I mean he's already talked about the um flying from uh taking off from one planet flying to another planet and and landing um and that's actually going to have quite a few issues in and of itself uh just from oh, of course just from time uh uh i think one of the observations is that Yes, we fly really fast. Planets are fucking huge. So we can get to a planet, but uh, finding where to land, I'm landing on a specific thing, um, that could, that could be, that there are things that need to be kind of factored um, in terms of uh, user experience or game player experience oh, yeah. uh, in order for us to get the best out of the uh, planetary engagement. So, so, and hmm. to, to the note of travel really fast to give everyone an idea of time here. If you're playing in Crusader right now, to get to the edge of the known universe, it takes you it, from one side to the other. It's not even a minute. Like you're, you're there and you're there pretty quick. Yeah. They were talking about the distance for these two planets for the back and forth travel. 10 minute trip. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Now that's now this is going to be interesting because it's like um, uh, no I don't I'm I'm saying interesting as if I've suddenly given uh, this kind of weight but the the notion is when we when we travel if we're uh, like Euro Truck Simulator ten minutes no problem but if we're doing mm -hmm. non cargo work is ten minutes a problem because. Uh, the ferrying of cargo, so it's it's almost like the ferrying of cargo is part of the the experience. So, can part of the experience from flying to planet to planet, uh, in a non-cargo situation, uh, 
be enjoyable or does that require anything else or in fact is it just a case of the enjoyability factor is the same for both because it's the same underlying mechanic um uh yeah just 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 kind of some some random things but uh it's kind of interesting to see how they because people have been talking about oh um the solar systems will be slightly smaller than real solar systems because you know hmm, that was if that was an issue um yeah you, you need to balance those yeah. things for gameplay yeah so this is so what's really interesting is uh from my perspective is that as part of this we'll obviously kind of probably get to see that and 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 our feedback will kind of and experiences will tweak that uh but equally this is one of those um moments where if qa do have it they're going to they're experiencing this right now and, and hopefully there's some great feedback coming but oh hi hypothesis uh <laughs> but oh of course yeah absolutely. What, what we don't have their internal stuff we we listen for clues and over time of you know having experienced bits and pieces of the project and our own experiences we can we can come up with an educated guess and we, <laughs> we're right a decent amount ish next week grackies and Dubra thackeray look at this apruda footage back into the left back into the left back into the left how many watermelons did they kill in that reenactment? Um, so. Oh. What? Hey, watermelons are feelings true. Um, so there was talk about uh, possibly building a German customer service team, but it's all around the UK. Uh, uh, the growth of departments. It grows when it's needed. Um, they are talking about any news on AI. They've been developing and moving it forward. It's all very solid. Um, uh, talking about weapons and when they come in, uh, well, when we have it and when it aligns with ships. So if they know ships are coming through, they will um, get a weapon ready for them. Or hiccup, mm, or hit, yes. or hiccup. Now, considering that the buck, the the buccaneer um, is Bucky. Bucky. Hey, Bucky, what happened to your arm? Um, oh, to your wing. Um, consider it. I ran into an M50. Uh, we had bad times. Um, considering that uh, we've, you know, that that appears to be in fast track, it means that we're going to get a size for uh, uh, for uh, a weapon, uh, probably coming out at the same time, which is going to be absolutely awesome. Um, how much of procedural world tech will be in Squadron Forty Two? Now, this was a fun one, because the answer yeah. is. Ooh, it depends. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. The entire notion being Squadron 42 ain't got a need for it. However, we could add it. It just depends. Uh, yeah, if they need it, they'll use it. If they don't need it, they well, won't it, use it. But I mean, the old, the old adage is, hey, come back to Shubin. Da, 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 da. No, I'm doing my GTA thing. I'm just roaming space. I'm going to go to a planet. I'm going to crash on it. I'm going to befriend an, uh, 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 a Vando and we're going to fight. We're going to live together and then one of us is going to die. The other one is... No, sorry, that's a movie. Um, enemy mine. Really good. Um, the... <laughs> <laughs> the um, but, uh, you know, so there may be procedural uh, planets in there, but it's actually not needed for the story. Now, um, I think you and I have talked about this previously. 
uh, one of the sensible things I believe that's happening around um, Squadron 42 is uh, a heavy investment into large areas because space is a vacuum, large areas are not vacuum, which means that we'll have Shubin and we'll have the uh, an Idris or a Bango and all these kind of ships. These will be really our yep. platforms for interaction and engagement. Uh, and then there will also be space battles, which is a thing that we've all backed. Uh, because I space battles, ground battles, all sorts of battles, battles, battle, 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 battle. So um, battle, battles. battle, battles. But that that kind of uh, typifies, I think, why uh, procedural planets aren't needed because they're not a prerequisite for Squadron Forty Two to exist. But if you have them, you uh, yeah. I mean, we're not going to get a mission which says, uh, you know, the general wants you to get some milk. Go to the milk planet, the planet of milkiness. Um, and I want to go to Milk Planet for the, the general, and then you, Can, or the admiral. And then Bishop needs his milk Bishop, for his milk and cookies. Bishop needs his milk for his milk and cookies. And then he goes, oh, "I'm on the Milk Planet. What? I have to collect ten milk jugs. <sighs> Another fetch quest. Um, it's not going to be like that. <laughs> but but what if I want it to be? It would be the best story ever. No, it wouldn't. No, if, please, if, for the love if, of God, don't if, do if that. I, ever turn on to you streaming squadron 42 and you're just surrounded by gallons of milk i know you've gone wrong um well <laughs> wrong or really right so you know wrong um so then what if i milk the vandal you're gonna need a mature filter the um <laughs> actually so here's a question. Um, I, 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 CIG, if you're listening to this, some of us, maybe just me, needs to know, do the vandals, do the vandals, do the vandal have nipples? These, these are questions that need answers. Um, no, because I mean, we were, actually, there was this conversation a long time ago about the Jeanne and uh, how reptile is reptile. Uh, but for some reason now, I, I I have a very visual thing in my head I have to wipe out about the vandal. Give me a second. <laughs> okay. Um, so, uh, moving on to the questions. Um, so, they were asking um, more questions about uh, 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 to Brian about uh, DX12 and Vulcan. And this this has come up several times in several conversations um, through uh, Game of Nexus and various other things. Uh, Chris Roberts has made his his utterances, uh, but this was a very detailed. And I don't have it here. Um, uh, maybe if there's a link, I can kind of find it later. But uh, talking about how they're approaching um, the next gen graphic APIs, and yes, the essence of it is we're doing it but we're doing it right. And that means that um, there's, like, you can apply certain bells and whistles, you can do certain fast and neat things. Now, this is me totally paraphrasing. Um, yeah. And then doing an yep, yep. interpretation layer. But the idea, the idea is that you can, you can throw all this stuff at it and you'll get some power, some benefits. Or you can go down to a deep, deep level. 
both from what the API can offer and what you yourself are doing. Um, and that is a, is a level of work that's actually, you know, been, they have the people who can look at that um, and they can use that to take full advantage of all the tech that this API, or the, the power this API locks out, uh, opens up. But this isn't run towards it. This is do it methodical, do it right. Because if you do it methodical yep. and if you do it right, it has immense potential for the game. They would be one of the first games to to have methodically and totally implemented DX12 if they go through that process start to finish. There aren't a lot out there that have really gone through digging all the way in to DX12. They've used the surface elements. Just because it's it's so new, it's it there's a lot of work involved when you could just use your old engine mm. and go in and go, yeah, you know, DX11 with the DX12 shiny stuff, if they have it, it's, it's good enough. It's, you know, it's faster, it's cheaper, we can crank this game out. Um, as an And it'll run on a console. Oh, oh don't even start that. Um, so, no, not Star Citizen, other companies. Oh, other companies, yeah. Um, so as a quick aside, I've just through Mammon Lord um, has told us that uh, the Vandal don't have nipples and i've been sent an image of uh as shall we say uh a majestic uh proud and erect vandal uh with the most see this amazing chest hair um or it could be what are those little circles there uh those are eyes no on the chest um dark circles no i think we need to enhance where's where's uh 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 CSI. Uh, yeah, no, the most amazing, amazing um, chest hair, which, uh, to be honest, uh, intimidates me. Um, so, anyhow, where was I? Oh, yes. Uh, it is impressive chest it hair. It is. Oh, yes, consoles, consoles, consoles. Not right now. Really, we're focusing on PCs. And then, and then Brian went uh, uh, basically bukake me with questions and he 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 he, he spurted back oh. quick quick answers um uh, uh and I, I actually did like this one because uh he was asked in weekly updates you're well known for saying a lot without actually giving away <laughs> and he just stared in the camera and went, thanks leonard really appreciate that like, fucking yeah uh yep. any updates on vr head tracking support no but interestingly enough, if you are in the Reddit Star Citizen um, uh, subreddit, uh, people have actually managed to get it working with the with the Vive, uh, using third-party tools and everything. And so yep. uh, go kind of have to hack it. Yeah, have to hack it. Like how you had to hack Track AR and various things. And Track AR, they'd only just plugged in the uh, Track AR um, for for people who may not know is. A uh, little doohickey that you can stick on a cap or onto uh, like your headphones, uh, and you have a monitor, a thing on your monitor, like a wee kind of camera. And it, yeah, we've, well, you've got yours. I've taken mine off, um, and it kind of monitors your head movement. So that means using like armor and a few other games, so you can kind of you know juke and poke around corners and various things. Um, but uh, Star, uh, Star Citizen by uh, CIG had just added 
the API. So it was uh, responding, but not tuned. Because what you could do is you could look outside the cockpit, turn around, get unfair advantage and things. So it, yeah, so it had you, to be. you could 180 degree your head yeah. with gimbals behind you. So you could just turn your head a certain way, like just a little to the right. And all of a sudden you were shooting your turret behind you perfectly. Yeah, yeah. Because you're an owl, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, so yeah, so there are um, workarounds, but it's not the true implementation. Um, oh, now this one, I just went giddy over. Uh, uh, Brian was asked, can you talk about current plans for spinning motions of planets and moons? Will they have realistic spin or will they all stand still? Realistic. They're going to have actual rotation. Oh, my God. <laughs> so you could choose a stationary orbit. You could choose to watch the planet spin underneath you. Oh, my God. Yeah, yes. that's going to be nice. Yes. Um, that just pleases me uh, a ridiculous amount. I am so happy. Um, asked about how does expansion of the Frankfurt facility, how is it going, and has office space limitation prevent you from hiring people? It's going well, and there has been nothing limiting them from hiring new people. Uh, yep. Now, the most important question, of course, is by Loric Eterness. <coughs> Pardon me. You asked, I've been wondering for a very long time, how do you take care of that luxurious hair? Magic. Magic. Um, <laughs> uh, so then there was a conversation about the blending of procedural and uh, uh, handcrafted. Uh, so actually, the strike said in the first procedural video, it was somewhat easy to recognize where procedural planet met the handcrafted landing area. Uh, yes and no. I could. Uh, did you see the join? The join for oh, with, the, with the procedural planet and the landing area in the people to planet video. I didn't notice the join in it. I mean, I noticed the landing area, which is a giveaway for not procedural. But I didn't see any join. So, great eyes for the strike, but I we didn't notice it. So, just saying about um, those areas will be blended. Um, uh, 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 the true the, the the true gun nut question is if a real gun fired from an Idris in Seoul, might a prospector hull be breached in an Orion? No. Um, <laughs> uh, and this one is when he when he responded to this, it was like I wonder what this could be. Uh, are there any interview technologies or gameplay systems being researched or worked on currently that haven't been heard about yet? you really need to share with us that will have a major impact on the game if they can be made to work and the answer was yes what do you think that could be like bearing in mind we don't know so let's pull let's let's pretend we're spiders pull shit out of no silk out of our asses uh what do you think that could be Say it again because I was just updating something on the dashboard at that exact moment. Oh, hang on. I'm wiping my eye with the wrong finger. Let me just use this one. Well, I happen to also have my game setting wrong. Oh, you're a crazy man. Um, Whoops. So, uh, he was asked, are there any innovative technologies or gameplay systems being researched or worked on currently 
that haven't been heard about yet, but you really need to share with us that will have a major impact on the game if they can be made to work. He said, yes. So we don't know. So spider from the bum, or more importantly, silk from your spider bum, what can you pull out of your arse that you think... Major yeah. impact on the way the game is? I mean... It depends on the definition of have we have they talked about it like uh, in game that we systems haven't, we hasn't know nothing been heard about, about yet. yet hasn't been heard about yet okay hasn't been heard about yet just pulling something completely out of my ass then uh, I'd have to say water physics for ocean planets I completely change the ocean planets. The ability to then travel underwater, to have water actually act within gravity, because if you can have it held in a spherical shape onto a planet's surface, you can also get it to interact within the individual um, internal physics grids on different ships. If you shut off gravity, it could float, it could turn into spheres, because now it's actually interacting with physics in an appropriate way, if they can get those interactions working. And because they made nods towards getting water to work on those and having the difficulty of getting it work with a spherical gravity. It's not just a flat plane anymore in these levels. These are actual objects that they have to get it to shape to mm. that, that translates into smaller objects or full planets like that, that that could really something like that wouldn't that... just change in stuff in star citizen that would change gaming and how they can create water physics. That would be incredible. Uh, I had digestion. So you the real-time eating and pooping. Uh, because they've already got the blood pressure. They've already got the blood flow. So imagine, imagine you're putting a high G and you just squeeze one out as a result. <laughs> I reckon... Oh, I just shot myself. I reckon that's what they're working on. They're working on uh, high G accidental poop. Or intentional poop. Well, they already had it where you would like. throw up. Yeah. Too much lateral G had you puking before. So it's a pooping. It's a puking and a pooping. And it's an eating because you've got to feed the machine. Um, I honestly don't know. Um, what could it be? Uh, I'll just... Is anybody in chat making suggestions? Let's have a quick look. Uh, facial sync. I was actually kind of wondering if they, cause, uh, if they would have that facial sync for communication. Uh, hmm. Uh, not like kind of very very fake like this with a, but like a proper mapping based on uh, your webcam. So it could be mm. is there a mapping system and then you can apply onto that because that would be really awesome. Um, uh, I couldn't use it though. Why? Because my webcam would be controlled while I was live. Hmm. I'd have to get a second web camera just to be able to a do the mapping. Second webcam. That's a tricky thing. Uh, yes, because second webcams could work. Uh, <laughs> so <laughs> I'm just checking out. Yes, as Israel can say, they need that water physics with the Phoenix hot tub. Um, the interesting thing about that is I know the, 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 the ships are getting redesigned. So we've only really seen the Andromeda constellation. So I honestly don't know if the hot tub is going to, you know, stay in the Phoenix. It was my least favorite thing of it. Um, so 
we'll, we'll, we'll kind of see what happens there, I guess. Um, and uh, then I think uh, we were, there was questions about animations, uh, uh, about uh, are the getting and out pilot seats settled for every seat or are they meant to evolve? Translation is evolve. Like that's really one word, but the the full word would be it's still in development, and it will continue to be in development even when it's live. Um, yep. And then, which shampoo do you use to keep your hair so nice? Magic. Magic. Um. And so it was. I mean, we've we've literally just kind of gone through and we've done a summary of the various things and we've thrown our kind of thoughts and feelings onto it. But it was a fantastic. Uh, uh, Temple the developers, uh, uh, Brian knocked it out of the park, uh, gave us a whole bunch of information, gave us spinning planets, gave us mystery, um, uh, what could this new feature, uh, or this new ability be, uh, talked about the seriousness and approach around uh, uh, API integration, um, uh, you know, very upfront, very straightforward, very much uh, lovely. I mean, what's your thoughts on it? There's, oh, for the love of God, there's, there's just so much I'm trying to wrap my head around with <laughs> everything going on these days. It, it's honestly, with all the integrations and everything Chambers is talking about, it, it's, it's one of those moments where my brain just kind of goes, ah, and it goes a little bit special because it's, it's just so many pieces of information where i'm going oh it could go this way oh it could go that way oh they could be doing this and i'm trying not to speculate too hard and yeah. get my hopes up too high with all the things yet they do plan on doing as much as they possibly can with this over not just once they launch but you know years and years after yeah so it's one of those things where it's like ha uh all right where do i set my bar where where do I where do I try to hold myself back? Where do, where does my imagination start to run away? So, and my brain kind of just shuts down. Yeah, the way I always treat it is this: it's a game. Oh my god, um, the uh, we're big fans. We're, we we yes. people who listen to this. You're all fans. People who are watching right now in chat. Hello, we're all we're all fans. We all love. Um, uh, star citizen we're all supportive of star citizen we can have differences and we can be sometimes uncertain about things and need clarification uh, and that's fair enough um uh star citizen is uh funded by uh us um and managed and run by them they're building the game of their dreams which Hopefully, for most of us, aligns with our dreams. And if it doesn't, that's okay. We gave them the money, blah, blah, blah. Um, but everybody's learning about this, and everybody's trying to work out what their expectation level is. The thing, the thing yeah. I, I always say is, I love gaming. I love the narrative story-driven. I love the generative uh, actions. The, it's not about going on the mission. It's about getting a Benny into your ship um yeah. it, that's gaming that's what i love those things and it's uh also meeting and playing with good people uh finding a community as we have found um uh through our switch streams and through this podcast and uh i know i'm kind of rambling but at the end of it all it's just this game 
that we will play, we will invest time in. There will be other games, other things, but this is this is a game which is trying to do stuff that many of us have wanted in a game for a good long while. Will it succeed? I certainly fucking hope so. Uh, but will it succeed yep. 100%? I certainly fucking hope so. But it won't succeed 100% for everybody. And that's okay. Um, as long as we remember it's a game and we can get enjoyment out of it as much as we can. Um, but, yeah, sorry, I've just been rambling. But that's my kind of, that's how I kind of view it. And then I go hype crazy going, planets. Um, but, yeah. But that's because... I just want to drop bennies onto them at quantum speeds and see what happens. You're about, that's all I want. You're about, I, the planets will die. Um, but they will be totally noodled. Um, but the, for me, it's like... They're doing things that... Uh, that you don't even have to be a game developer uh, with publisher oversight or publisher pressure. What they're trying to do is... Do something that is not just acceptable it's it's high-end and that makes me really excited for what they'll bring out um, because this will be one of those landmark games where people can say I remember that that game changed parts of the industry and that's sort of like wow did yeah that's really fucking awesome so I'm here for that so big time big time happy scene um so yeah sorry big big ramble apologies all i all i know is give give 2.5 info please Two five. they talked about please, it on rtv please now please now please now yeah um they, they t they're like and eh, the next couple of weeks we'll give info on it <laughs> and with that alexis decided to say did you just say that you know it, we're gonna be giving 2.5 not info but giving 2.5 just like oh, i was paraphrasing for the internet ahead of time so oh. we'll just say it here and now ben said that 2.5 is going to be in our hands in two weeks confirmed and now i wait for the angry letters oh my god you're getting one from me shut up no <laughs> <laughs> alexis did it first oh my god no don't don't not in two weeks not in two weeks could be not in two weeks <laughs> Um, but I actually do I think we're going to get... So 2.4, as you said, as we started this, is out on the PTU uh, for everyone, which is a tremendous yes. um, uh, place to be because uh, we got to T in the alphabet of releases. Uh, in fact, uh, I think uh, the amount of releases and work that they've done to turn this around and get this out is is just insane. It's amazing that they've... Uh, if you want to talk about pipeline efficiency because uh, we talk about ship pipeline, we talk about all those things. The pipeline to get this in our hands and iterate and patch and 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 get the feedback and turn it around and fix it out. Impressive. It's, yeah. Um, so, Grats, uh, where can we find you? You can find me on twitch.tv slash grockies, G-R-A-K-E-E-S, as well as everywhere else on the internet by that same name. So go to Twitter, look for that name. Go to YouTube, look for that name. You'll find me. Woohoo! Um, and you can find me uh, at uh, twitch.tv slash dublathakri. That's D-O-U-B-L-A-R-T-H-A-C-K-E-R-Y. Uh, I'm that on uh, Twitter as well. And also... Uh, 
Tomorrow you may find me in my kitchen nursing a hangover, drinking water, and some Alka-Seltzer. Sounds like a good time. Great time. Much love to everybody, and we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye, guys. If you like what you heard, please do feel free to follow us. We also do video stuff as well. And give us a review on iTunes. It doesn't matter if it's good, bad, or just indifferent. We want to hear what you have to think. Well, not everything you have to think. I mean, that that could be a lot. It's post-show time. Oh, oh my God, I'm broken. Hell, I, I, mm-hmm. I, I double fist. Um, well, yeah, it's you can be classy and do that. Mm. Oh, uh, so we've got some, we've got some questions, and uh, board gamer says no sleep. Answer the questions. Um, uh, so board asked about uh, the no, we actually a board hilarious. We didn't even talk about. About the fucking uh, drag, uh, dragonfly. I I figured we'd do it next week when we got closer to the release I, of the dragonfly. I I, I clean forgot. So uh, and then uh, uh, board says, uh, uh, "What do you think the utility is?" Um, I honestly think that uh, what happens is that as you uh, come to jump gates uh, or to the jump points, you should say not jump gates, but to the jump points, there will be congestion. So what will happen is that as we uh, wait to kind of enter these jump points um, for the other ships to uh, caterpillars will come, right? And they'll 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 kind of come down like this and surprise us because they'll come from the side. We wouldn't even notice them because we can't see from the side because we look forwards. And then the hatches will open and out will come all these uh, dragonflies and they will swarm our ship. Uh, each pilot of the dragonfly will have in one hand um, a, a, a sponge and the other hand a bucket <laughs> and they're going to clean our windows <laughs> and then demand money and then demand money them. while we're waiting to go through the gate and it's going to be dirty dirty space water dirty space water <gasps> that's where the water physics are going to come in exactly and it's going to be embarrassing. It's going to be awkward because they're going to try to make eye contact and you feel for them, but you just don't know what to do. Uh, so I think I think that's what uh, they're going to do. Uh, oh, uh, my fuck. Uh, <laughs> I've just read that in chat. <laughs> yeah, I, the denotion sound actually went off. Oh, my God. God, blood dragon. Holy shit. Uh, 
Oh. Hold on. Promise is a promise. Are you going to put your goggles on and then ram me? No. I mean, hug me. Sorry, yes. Because we're getting, getting my belly says that you have to hug. Are we going to kiss now? Are we going to, are we, no. are we going to do things with our... Okay, everybody. Grackies has an understanding, which is uh, while you had these, you were actually going to eat them uh, based on your donations. Um, yep. I, I honor those things when I say them. Never ever say that Grakis has backed out of something you said. Can I, if I can do it, I'm going to do it. Is your toilet paper uh, fire retardant? Very comfy. Okay, because seriously, when that when that when that touches the starfish, it's going to burn. Uh, thankfully, I've eaten, and uh, oddly enough, the one didn't burn coming out. Did it burn going back in? I don't know what you do after. So, no, it, it just. It, because I'd eaten, it got absorbed and it didn't hit. So, so um, what? Mm. Mm. So, everybody, please take a note at Gracky's face and tell us at what point it's redder than his chair. Because this is about to <laughs> uh, get him a belly that would rip through the seashells. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Um, so yeah, in terms of the utility, uh, while, while, while Gracky's is masticating himself wildly, um, a cyber, mm -hmm. he's eating, uh, 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 what peppers are these? 3.5 mil habanero. Yeah. He's in a bad way. Uh, is, is, are these are genetically engineered ones. Um, Brad. so yeah, so I think that, um, <laughs> what... If, if if they do the uh, dragonfly right, its advantage will be its size. Because if it's... It will take size, because if it didn't take size, then there's a Zerg rush happening. But at the same time... Oh, wow, your face is... Oh, no, that's normal. Um, uh, at this... At this... At the same... He, well, see, he's not taking the air in, actually. So, Gracky's... Ah... <sighs> that yeah that's not 3.5 there are, i ate one earlier today so my mouth is kind of numb okay i've, I've got <laughs> <laughs> oh it's hitting my lips now it's hitting my lips now fuck 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 okay there we are now you've just gone francis um <laughs> the uh so uh, while 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 Gracky ah there it is oh it's, yeah it's hitting yeah. the parts There's that the weren't color. numb from earlier. There's the color. Motherfucker. There's the color. Hi. <sighs> so so um. Yes. <laughs> Add sugar water. So so um. <sighs> what I was gonna say. So I think that the the dragonfly will have a certain size because it needs to have. Um, so it's not like a fully personal thing, but it will mean almost certainly that you can have a crew wearing it, and I would imagine <sighs> disembarking from the caterpillar for swarm. Now, what that kind of means is that if you're attacking large um, ships, uh, you've now got like the uh, uh, the the distractor wave, uh, especially good if you want to say do hull boarding. 
So imagine if you had a dragonfly, which had the, you could then use that as a means to get to a ship to cut through the hull and get in. Or to even uh, land at an airlock and get in. So I could imagine it being, um, in answer to the board's um, question, uh, uh, a way to get uh, onto a ship. So I think that would be really interesting if that's the case. It'll be a fantastic wee mechanic. And it makes the dragonflies really fucking scary. Because if they're small and they're fast, um, you've got a shooting problem. 